space, the final frontier. Space Station Ashland sits on the edge of Federation space with its companionship, the USS Dalamis Christian. The space around them is full of mystery and strange wonders, where secrets are kept and danger lurks around every corner. The crew of the Dalamis Christian must navigate treacherous waters as they work to protect the Federation. But as they peer into the unknown, they will discover that the line between friend and foe is not always clear. They will be tested like never before and will face challenges that will push them to their limits. Join us on this adventure as we explore the farthest reaches of space and uncover the hidden truths that lie within the shadows. Tabletop Journeys presents Star Trek Preservations. Star Trek Preservations. You are responding to a distress call from a Zindi vessel, which is on its way to the space station. I would probably find it disturbing that the there is no information about the individuals on the ship. When Zindus exploded, the people went various directions to various planets. The bulk of the Zindi kind of went one direction, but there were branches that shot off to various other planets and basically tried to colonize. I would have them looking for, as soon as we drop out of warp, some kind of phaser spread or a photon torpedo strike to knock out the engine. Chief, can you and Najar start digging around in the local data net, see if we can't get any information on who these raiders are? Absolutely, Commander. As you pop out of warp, you pop out of warp behind the raiding vessel, and that's how you're able to take out one of the nacelles in the rear of the ship. By stealing the initiative, you fire the tractor beam, and again, it locks on to the rear of the raider ship. This is Commander Savier now more of the USS Delamus Christian Unknown Raiding Vessel. We have disabled your uh, ship, and we are prepared to accept your unconditional surrender. Do what you will. I have nothing to discuss. And the audio channel closes. get a insight gut feeling as to the nature of his aggravation or is there anything that he gives away in that presentation he's annoyed that the cell just got cut off of his ship najar you said you have uh, the ability to read surface emotions right i do i was about to ask but i was waiting for you to resolve that whether or not yep. it would apply through just being able to hear their voice through comms or if i needed to be within a specific proximity to the actual speaker yeah because it's like a it's like a you're reading their mental patterns right kind of thing uh-huh. you have to be in proximity for them i mean i want to say i remember deanna troy responding to people's yep. emotional states through comms but i'm not yep. positive that's no nope, you're absolutely correct yeah yeah um so is uh, do you have to make a roll or does it just do you just automatically get that kind of insight so the fact that i can do it lets me make a roll yep. you set the difficulty and just and then i have to make a roll 
the difficulty is going to be one. Like they're not, they're not, uh, they're not particularly good at commenting, uh, at, at hiding uh, their emotions in this particular given situation. Okay. I don't remember what we decided it would be. It's insight and what the discipline would be, whether it was security or science. I'm going to choose security of those options because I like that way better. I like it. All right. So, two dice against a 50. Two successes, one critical, so three total. Oh, excellent. So your momentum's already full. You can't gain any additional momentum. He is... At that point, I could we spend some of that for more information. spend some for more information? <laughs> sure. Yep. Let me give you the base. Well, let's let me give you the base information first, and then we'll go from there. So, the base information is that his emotional state exactly aligns with what he just said. He is really bothered that the Federation has intervened because he feels that you guys have now interfered in a situation that you do not fully comprehend. Okay, and for the more information question, because since we've got the extra momentum. Is there any sense that he will surrender short of his ship being destroyed? Because clearly we're not going to just let him go. He's basically re resigned himself to the fact that he's going to be spending the night in the Federation brig. Yeah. Okay. In order to spend the night in the brig, he'd have to surrender. And he did. Uh, correct. He has not put his hands up and said that he surrenders, but he's certainly expecting to be apprehended. Fair enough. That answers my question. Thank you. Najar will report that he means exactly what he says. He definitely thinks we're interfering with something that we shouldn't be and that he that we don't understand. And while he may not be surrendering now, it does not feel as though his resolve is enough to sacrifice himself and his crew. He's expecting to surrender at some point. That's good to know. Science station. Scan that ship and see what kind of beings they are. See if you can get a specific biosonic. See if there's I, I, Zindi I specifically. The secondary questions, because it was what I was going to secondarily do at some point. I'd like to be, and maybe he can do this by more empathically than I would, but determine whether or not, I was going to say monitor the engine, the reactor status of this, of this ship. Sure. All scans point that the reactor status is fine. That that the strike that you did to go ahead and took out the engines did exactly what you want. Like that like life support is stable, their shields are still functioning, they still have all their power. It's literally as if someone went by and lopped off their engine. That ship's not going anywhere other than on impulse power with the one remaining okay. engine that has got the back. So you know. Yep. Captain, is it worth contacting the Zindi ship, getting their point of view. That's what I'm going to be doing next. As soon as Chief Vila Lore begins protocols for beaming over the prisoners and securing them. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, containment areas are already established. Just waiting yep. orders. Yep. You're able to transport them to the to the containment area without any difficulty or, or argument. Like I said, it's about 20, 25 of them. There's a, a mix of various races, some Federation races, but clearly not Federation members, or at least it's basically a mix of races. There's, there's some Nausicaan, that, that sort of thing, just a bunch of a, a smorgasbord of races. Excellent. I like that. Mr. Shaw, you want to take the lieutenant here and go start interviewing our guests? 
getting them situated? Of course, sir. The chief, why don't you go along with him? Understood. And calm, get me a channel to the Zindi ship, please. Whee! And the, uh, the, the ensign on the, the ship. So just to give you this, this layout also, now that you are here, the ensign on the ship, she is, seems to be a very young Thurbian. And if you don't remember who the Thurbians are, they are, it's a Federation race where basically they are also somewhat insectoid. Her name is Ensign Crix, K-R-I-X. And one of their big claims to fame is that they, through a regurgitation process, basically outfit themselves with with their own clothing and their everything like that. So even though she's wearing a Federation uniform, you will see that it is tailored in such a way as to... She almost looks like, like a flying squirrel that doesn't have any fur on it. It has these large skin material type connections between her like wrists and her knees and the her so her federation uniform is tailored to these sort of uh, the sort of strange body shape for lack of a better term but she seems she seems very nervous when you make comms i'm um, just th- th- thank you we're not sure we're not sure what happened we're, we're literally just trying to get to the space station i, I uh, we don't know we don't know what happened thank you for that brief summation ensign uh, I'm Commander Tabor of the Dalamus Christian. Is the captain available to speak? The Yes, but I'll need to translate for you. The universal translators don't deal well with the language that this this offshoot of the Zindi speak. So I, I that's why I'm here. I'm I I've been translating with them. I've been immersed with them for a while and I've been able to pick up most of their very complicated language, so I can translate for you back and forth to the captain. And a largely bipedal, but somewhat looks like an ant with a large six-foot-tall ant bipedal is walks up and stands next to her, and she looks at him and and the the ant-like being like with antenna movements and everything like that communicates back to her and she nods and says yes commander tobor he is very appreciative to uh to for your assistance in this very sensitive mission and appreciates the support in this in this incident from the federation as as all as our continuing friendship going forward i think very good the ship sustained any damage and do you require any engineering assistance I'm happy to send the team over to help make any necessary repairs. Sure. She turns to the captain. They communicate back and forth. No, sir. The the ship is outfitted uh, specifically with uh, exceptional defensive capabilities. Um, as the captain does not feel that there is any uh, any damage that requires uh, further repair um, uh, than what their engineers um, are able to do and have been able to do. They've been able to write to reroute power to make sure that their engines will function properly and be able to get off on their own power going forward. But they're very appreciative again for the uh, for the accommodation. She sounds thank you, Ensign. excessively nervous, anxious, unsure of what she's transferring. So I, I do the kind of like mute gesture yeah. to the screen. Yeah. And I'm like, Lieutenant Ternari, give me a full scan of that ship. I want to engineering specs on it. I want to see if they're lying to us or not. Captain, it doesn't take an empath to see how nervous and awkward she is in her report. Engineering scan of the ship. Reason engineering. 
as far as you can tell, the ship is under maybe somewhat reduced power, but not enough to go ahead and hinder the ship in any way. Life support is fully functional. There is one thing that's in the engineering scan is that there is something that it, it has less like available power reserves than you would expect for a ship that size. Does something's taxing its systems? The engineering scan would that reveal? how many of these Zindi subspecies were aboard the ship? You could do a, but you could do a Are life, they all uh, like uh, the insectoid or is it? You could do a life support scan without any difficulty. You would determine that there are, again, probably mm, 30 to 40 adult life signs being being returned. And yeah, that's the, that's the extent of the life signs that are returned. There is a significant amount of biologic material on board eggs 30 to 40 on a ship that large does seem odd i put me back on with the ensign ensign tell the captain we're here to assist and we will be escorting back to the to astalin station and if there's anything they need please don't hesitate to ask oh of course He said thank you. Very good. Christian out. I cock my head at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you say, Chief, it doesn't require an empath. Mr. But Shaw, just the same. <laughs> sure. Just the same. Uh, Mr. Shaw, please go find me the captain of the other ship. I think we need to talk to them and try to figure out what's going on here. And that's exactly what I was going to say I was working on <laughs> while you guys were doing your thing. I would have been going down to wherever they were transporting him to and trying to find out who was the captain of the other ship and uh, isolating him from everybody else. Sure. I'll be um, in my ready room if you need me. Yeah. So let's give Najar, you said you wanted to go ahead and get a surface read on Ensign Cricks. Is that? Yeah. Yep. That will be, again, she is not good at hiding her emotions. That will be a difficulty one challenge. Uh, and I have seven minus fourteen. I got one success. One second. Right. One success is enough. She is exceptionally nervous. She is not confident that she is fully understanding the complexity of the language that she's being asked to translate. She's fairly certain that she's getting the gist of it, but not certain that she's getting the details. She is intimidated by the complexity of the language and feels like Starfleet Diplomatic may have not fully understood the complexity of what they were asking a low-level ensign to do. So she feels a little, I can't believe they're making me do this. This is really hard. I'm going to need a vacation after this. Is how she's feeling. She's feeling intimidated by the job, etc. And I relate that she, it feels as though she's out of her depth and is not as confident in her mastery of the language as she indicates. What do you guys do with the Raider vessel? I, I, Shaw, I know that you're going to go down and interrogate. I think let's do that while you guys are on, on your way back to the station. What are you doing with the Raider vessel? It's not spaceworthy at this point. Tell it back. Were we able to get all of the sentience off of it? Yes. Into into custody? Yep. 
you want me to take a look? Take a look at the computer, see if I can get any logs out of it. I think Valalor and Teneri should go to the ship and take a look around and see what they can find while we're dealing with the uh, prisoners over here. They really did not deal significantly with such things as logs. Like, you can get, like, some travel logs um, about where they've been. They've been everywhere and around, um, you know. Um, but uh, they got scent of the Zindi ship. Uh, the, one thing that you did note, that they got scent of the Zindi ship maybe a week or so ago um, and basically made a beeline to it. Um, but a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the kind of, like, the the personal logs and stuff like that that you found on the ship is that a lot of people didn't necessarily understand why um, but that it was kind of like the captain of the ship that was very much like this is where we're going Uh, you know if you don't go with me on this then I will teleport you into the middle of space is basically you know yeah never friendly Um, But there's, like, in terms of, like, there's no really valuable technology on it. Um, The one thing that they, um, uh, that you can find is that uh, there are uh, a handful of Graviton, uh, of Graviton, Graviton torpedoes on board. um, But they are really, really old um, and entirely possible that they're unstable. So it sounds like they picked up the Zindi ship on sensors and went after it as opposed to, like, someone contacting them and telling them about the ship is that what yeah. you're saying yeah away team does it does the ship say who the captain is can we get an identity of the captain uh yeah sure yep it's a it's a, a Nausicaan, um by the name of Gablock. send the information back and once I get the information, I'll have a security team standing by and locate this captain. And once he is located, I will, with the security team, uh, cordially invite him to the captain's ready room for a discussion. <laughs> when you go down to the containment, so you you beamed all of the uh, the people from the ship into one containment room, right? Or like to one containment area. Like you didn't put you didn't put like three of them in like in ten different cells. You put them like you put like all three of them in one place. Yeah, I didn't think our ship was that big, so I figured we would only have one like cargo area, or that would be right. Probably like it, like exactly. Put, put like a cargo area, like put you know posted security out front. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, arrange some force fields to keep them separated from each other. Okay, that's fair enough. The uh, there are already some kind of security personnel down there trying to do like preliminary. You know, given the order uh, uh, to interrogate them, there's some security there try- kind of doing preliminary interrogation, uh, and all of them report that none of the crew are talking. They are all refusing to cooperate with any further investigation. If that's the case, I would uh, invite. I'm sorry. Is Najara lieutenant? I'm Lieutenant Junior Grade, so Lieutenant is fine. Yeah. Lieutenant Najar, please help me escort the captain, the commander, or to to the CO. On my way. And then before we get in with the captain, I will ask Najar, I'm like, as we're escorting to the captain, uh, if you could get a read on uh, whatever you can from him, that would be beneficial information for our interrogation. I would like you in the room with us if possible. Absolutely. 
Are you basically going to try to scan the people in the cargo area for which one's the captain? Or how would you all like to proceed here? Well, talking with Tsunari and Villor on the other ship, I'm going to try to get a description and bioscines of the captain and then use my tricorder to locate them. Yeah. Sure. If the uh, alien ship has any records, picture of them, send that back. Yeah. Not sure they were that sophisticated, but... <laughs> Yeah, probably not exactly. I get you've you've got a name, but again, uh, he was commanded the vessel. I would imagine that biosign. We do have available. a voice match if we need. Yeah. One. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. He's, voice authorizations on the ship, so that's you probably have enough information to go ahead and use the computer, uh, use the ship's computers to to scan for which one is Gabrock. Then I will attempt to do. What is the role you wish me to? Sure. So I would say, in this case, probably, probably con. Maybe insight con. Okay. Insight con. I'll, insight security. One of the two. Insight con would be better for me. Yeah, I'm fine with insight con. And what is the difficulty before I roll? Decide if I need the extra dice. This is difficulty one. This is not complicated. Uh, and since I have a fifteen in insight con, I will not buy an extra dice. And I got one success. That's all, that is all that you needed. Yeah, I mean, you basically by take your tricorder, which has the, the bioscan of the information, and eventually it says, oh, that one there. You know, and it's a Nosikin. Does it have his name? You have his name. It's not like him. Not yeah, like I, I, done his I forgot what it was, but I would say his name, and I would say Captain, whatever his name was, and I forgot it. Would you please join me, and then have the security people like standing over my shoulder, so he knows it's not yeah. an option. He will. He will not acknowledge you when you say that, other than to spit on you. Shall we play these games, Captain? Because you can walk, or I can drag you. <sighs> He'll cross his arms. Say, try it. Very well. Security stun him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I draw my phaser and stun him. You stun him. He falls over. And then we drag him to the ready yeah. room. And while we're yep. dragging him, I'll ask Najar, hey, I know it wasn't a long amount of time, but what kind of an impression did you get? I'm going to go on on a limb and say hostile, but hang on. I'll roll my two dice. Yeah. I guess uh, it's, two it's su- a difficulty one. Two successes. Okay. Yeah. Hostile is very much the, the way to describe it. He the same feeling that you got when you listened to him on the transporter. He he's I can't believe that I'm in this situation right now. And even though he's not he even though he's stunned unconscious, like he's I can't actually believe that this is gonna happen. Great. Great. Hey, Captain, we're on our way up with the captain of the raider ship. He is very uncooperative and uh, seems to be almost fanatical in his abhorrence of the Zindi ship for some reason. I don't know how long it will take him to come to, but just that we will be standing by for any assistance you require. All right. The Zindi ship 
has left. They don't travel at warp as fast as you guys do, so they wanted to go ahead and get a head start. Tanari, Vylor, again, nothing of any import on the on the raider ship. So there's still the choice of before you guys can leave, are you trying to tow the raider ship with you, or are you just going to release it and scuttle it? If there are any potential resources to gain from it, tow it. Otherwise, I will advise scuttling. It, it's technology that is, again, it's way older than anything on the Delamus Christian. It's nothing that is remotely interesting. I would suggest that. I, I think that decision's up to Tobor. Yeah. <laughs> Download any logs and any potential sensor scans that they had made. Download yep. anything that they had communications logs and things like that. Just sure. Take all of the transportable, transferable data. My suggestion yep. is to tow it if for some reason the crew winds up getting let go, we have to give them their ship back. Agreed. If joining the Tabletop Journey's actual play games sounds like the kind of fun you're looking for, be sure to check out patreon.com slash ttjourneys, where patrons of the Tabletop Journey's podcast not only get early access to all of our episodes, but they get the opportunity to play in our monthly actual play games where the dice are wild and we make every roll legendary. Alright, so you will tow it in your warp wake as you head back to the Delamus Christian. Now we are in the captain's ready room. Captain, the Nausicaan captain is snoring loudly on your couch, having been stunned by Najar. And you suspect at some point that while he was there, the the mechanical effects of the stun that knocked him unconscious probably stopped and he just rolled over and went to sleep. So he could probably be woken up if he really wanted him to, but he. I'm just. I'm sitting there with my captain's level of paperwork on my pad, just waiting for him. And we've got how long is it back to the station? Only a few hours. At, at, at you went here basically. You're responding to a distress call, so you're traveling at, at maximum warp to get there. That only took you a few hours, and if you're heading back at maximum warp, it'll be a few hours. If it's, if not, it'll be a little bit longer. We're keeping uh, pace with the. Zindi vessel. Once we catch them, yep. we'll slow down and slot in. So. Is there yep. Fair enough. any speed restriction for towing another vehicle with a tractor beam? I don't think so, because you could basically you can basically bring it into your warp bubble. Into your warp I field. It's, okay. Yeah, so it basically just may have to maybe a little bit of, a, of an engineering feat to go ahead and extend the extend the warp field a little bit, but not significantly. Like you wouldn't try to you wouldn't try to tow it from outside. Yeah, it's not going to go right. well. Right, and it's not warp capable anymore, so that's not going to work either. It's not like you can have somebody pilot it. The second year academy right. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll play the game for about maybe 20, 15, 20 minutes. Yep. And then I'll just like theatrically sigh loudly, and I'm like, <laughs> Lieutenant, wake him up. All right. I give him a rough shake on his shoulder. Assuming cool. they have shoulders. He yeah he comes up swinging but doesn't doesn't hit you so I was gonna say I was ready yep what well you told us to try it and I step back (laughs) 
what can I do for you, Captain? You and your men have one opportunity to not spend the rest of your natural lives in a Federation penal colony. So I suggest you answer some of my questions. <laughs> I suspect that you downloaded the logs from our ship, and so you know what we have done. The fact that we are not going to spend our lives in a Federation penal colony is already set. Or the fact that we are going to spend our... You, you know what I mean. Who says we downloaded all the logs? Maybe the data was corrupted. You don't know. You're far more capable than that. Please. Don't even try to feign incompetence. I am very curious as to what it is I do not know that I am interfering with. I hate not knowing things, sir. Enlighten me. Well, do you know how dangerous the Zindi are? I've read the histories. Well, then you understand what having a bunch of them hatch is going to do. Hatch. Yeah, that's a transport ship. Why do you think it doesn't have any life signs on it? Do you know what the biologic material on it is? I had an educated guess, but... Yeah. How many individuals... <laughs> you haven't thought this one through, have you? How many individuals do you think are on that ship? I turned to Shaw, and then I over it in the jar. We've got 30 adults, but I don't know, probably several hundred to a thousand eggs. So as you're holding your pad, keep a track here, so I still am at six threat, three momentum. As you're holding the, the pad in your hand with the information, you are reminded of the missive that was forwarded to you from Pritchard when you and your team were given this assignment. And the, the missive that he forwarded to you is basically a summary of an agreement that Starfleet Diplomatic has brokered with the Zindi to go ahead and house the, the brooding ceremony. And basically it spells out that uh, the Federation will be responsible for providing resources and security for them, you know, because the uh, the importance of uh, of the broods. Uh, survival is of tantamount importance to this particular group of uh, of the Zindi. What Pritchard had also mentioned is that there's going to be some other Zindi representatives from the from Federation uh, offices that are coming to basically again broker this uh, this reunification between this offshoot to the uh, to the collective as a whole, and so that the, and, and that this is a marvelous opportunity uh, to kind of witness uh, for the first time in recorded history the ceremony that this people have developed in the. 200, 300 years since the uh, the destruction of their home planet. And the Zindi are part of the Federation, right? The Zindi so are part is, of the Federation, correct. So this is not like a, a brand new thing. And we have replicators and all that stuff in this time frame. Just to clarify a little bit, right? There are Zindi that are in the Federation. This is a group of Zindi that went to a different planet. They had lost communication with the species as a whole and were recently found and recently brought back in. So the Zindi that are active in the Federation as of right now are not aware of what this 
branch of their species does develops anything like that and again that's why they're calling it reunification it's it would be as if 300 years ago a, a group of people were put onto uh, an island all by themselves absent of anything else that had, and didn't go through so, obviously they, so, it's like that, technology. so it's like that island that throws spears at airplanes and stuff because they haven't been contacted in forever exactly are, right are these so they're all insectoids zindi are the insectoids Zindis part of the Greater Federation Zindi or no? Yeah, the, the Zindi are part of the Federation, including all of the existing species. They look at themselves as one race now. Previously, there was more infighting between the, the various species from that planet, but they, as a collective, are, are in. Would everyone on the in the crew be present for this interrogation, Tobor? Or would you are you doing it in your ready room? Is this uh, happening while Tanari and I are still on the other ship, or would we be back and invited? Uh, so probably, I would say if you're heading back towards the station, you would you you could have left the ship by now. You could have gotten everything that you needed before you left for to head back to the station. So it would probably be Shaw, Valalor, Najar, and a couple other security NPCs. LA of Ocean and at the con and uh, Nari in the engine room doing engineering. Processing the logs and all that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah. So since this is an offshoot of the insects while they're talking and Captain's talking, I'm going to be looking up the insect uh, cultures on my data pad and seeing if they have any brooding or what their kind of reproduction cycle will look like. So, Josh, just to clarify something that you said earlier that yes the the zindi are part of the federation but there were colonies or sects or offshoots that when the planet was destroyed went elsewhere and weren't necessarily part of that bargain to join the federation and right. might consider themselves extant to that yes Although this offshoot is traveling under, again, under the banner of peace and under reunification, so it seems as though their intention is to reunite with with the Zindi that are in the Federation, that are active in the Federation. And they do Um, have a Federation ensign that is traveling with them as a liaison. Correct. The paperwork or the declaration of, of Federation membership... Did it include anything about transport of colony ships or what worlds they can settle on? Are they known that, especially the insect ones, are they known to destroy ecologies and ecocultures once they settle somewhere? This ceremony has never been witnessed before. And there is, again, there are some active, for lack of a better term, I'm just going to call them Federation Zindi and non-Federation Zindi just to keep it straight. There are some Federation Zindi that are coming to the space station, again, when the ceremony begins so that they can go ahead and start making these connections with their people, like ambassadors and stuff like that, right? In terms of what is known about the insectoid Zindi, there are, and this will be part of what it needs to be done on the station once before the brooding ceremony begins, there is a, a biologic byproduct when they hatch, a mild neurotoxin that is known to the Federation and can be handled, so the space station will be able to go ahead and, and take care of that. It would need some preparations, but that's that would be part of the checklist that would be that would need to go through once they arrive. 
In fact, those modifications yeah. could be have could have been in progress while the ship went to go ahead and uh, deal with the raider situation. All right, uh, communicating subtly, if possible, with the captain. Which captain? My captain. Yep. I wouldn't address the prisoner without the captain's permission. Uh, but just leaning, uh, he apparently does have some belief that we are missing. Perhaps he fears that this brooding ceremony would destroy the planet, or at least its eco-culture. Or the station. Did you read up on the Commodore's memo, correct? I, I'll peruse it right now to refresh myself. Mr. Gabrock. It is true that no outsider from the insectoids has witnessed their brooding ceremony. Are you saying that it's going to be catastrophic when they hatch? And if so, how? And how do you come by your knowledge, sir? I'm not sure that your little three-pip captainhood can offer me enough to give a crap about you or the Federation. You gave a crap enough to attack this ship. That's what we do. Now I'm here, though. I'll raise an eyebrow to the captain. Now you're here. I don't know. What can you offer me? Why should I cooperate? Cooperation will definitely be taken into account in any Federation court of law. Yeah. Is cooperation going to put the nacelle back on my ship so we can get the hell out of here? Where is the value in resistance? Y'all are too stupid to even know what's going to happen. What about you, tall one? What do you what? What nonsense are you going to say? I rarely speak nonsense. Okay. But stupidity and ignorance are very different. Every person in this room is exceptionally intelligent, with the possible exception of you, based on your complete inability to make any effort to try to improve your current situation by showing any means of cooperation. If you think we're ignorant, educate us. I asked what he can offer me. All he can offer me is a vague promise that if I'm helpful, maybe my situation gets better. Which is more than what you have now. If your conviction was strong enough that you were willing to take the risk of attacking this ship, if your conviction was strong enough to destroy it, to stop this Hey, I never attacked you. I never attacked you guys. I didn't say this ship. When I used the word this, I meant this as in the ship we just defended. Federation officers are aboard that vessel. You did not think that would elicit a response? If I'd known that there were Federation officers aboard that ship, I wouldn't have hired that. And yet, you did. And now you are reaping the rewards of your ignorance. Exactly. Maybe, Maybe I'll get the benefit of going to a Federation penal colony for the rest of my life. Maybe the rest of my life is going to be about six hours. Who knows? Neither situation really betters me if I give any information at all. It might be a fun show if I don't. 
during this, does, and again, I don't want to speak for, for you, Glenn, but would you pick up on any shifts in his attitude or in his... That's state? where I was headed. If you want to try to read the surface thoughts, you can go ahead and show. Uh, it's not thoughts. I just get emotional state. Emotions, now, yeah, He's yeah, yeah, putting yeah. up, yep. and you're like general, like what's going on in there. Yep. He's putting up a whole lot of front like he doesn't give a crap, but this is off. This had to be of enough importance for him to come start it in the first place, so clearly he does give a crap. So yeah, let's see if I can pick sure. up on any conflict or... Yep. Specifically weirdness. looking for, for conflict? That would be, if you're looking for... is So basically you're trying to see, if is he emotionally conflicted? And anything or any kind of indication behind why he is being so obstinate? Yep. Because clearly they thought this was important enough to come try to blow it up. Yep. That's the difficulty to check then. Oh, I was about to say that I'll spend an extra die, but I got two successes with the three and a okay. seven. There you go. Cool. Let me break this out. So is he emotionally... You're not sensing any kind of emotional conf conflict with him. He is almost like, at this point, resolved. Like, he's done what he could. His fate is sealed. So he's like, okay, whatever. He really doesn't care anymore. In terms of why he's like being so obstinate not willing to cooperate he really does feel like he's very transactional about it right unless he, he's very much he'd be interested in listening to a deal that got him out of this situation but he doesn't feel he does not see a way that he gets his neck out of the situation that he's in right now and in terms of why he attacked this ship he was telling the truth that he did not know that there was a federation officer on board and that definitely contributed to his thought about about that uh, about attacking the ship he attacked the ship out of fear thank you that's a piece that i had been hoping to find out i typed that into my pad and instant message it to the crew <laughs> as opposed to saying it out loud the people in the room as this conversation is going on, as it winds down as Najar, as you're like reading surface thoughts and everything like that, the Nasakin, it's almost like he gets an idea. And Najar, you feel this shift in his emotional state a little bit. He's commander, I think I know how we can get out of this. I have information. You don't even know that you need it, but you certainly want it. How many yeah. shuttlecraft are on this ship? Actually, only just two. Were we to... Oh... Overpower uh, the, a small security team that you had manning the shuttle bay where one of them was kept and make our escape... <clears throat> totally not through through any fault of of your own maybe even we're we're good at being like sneaky and quiet and everything like that so maybe we get away without without you all even noticing right away and we head off into a, a, a random direction and the mission that you're on right now is too important to, to turn around and concern yourselves with with petty raiders maybe that happened and maybe before that happened I gave you the information that you need. Or I'd much rather just put you down as the confidential informant for Starfleet Intelligence, backdate that, you give me the information and you go on your way. 
That one seems I mean, plausible to me. That's fine, too. You don't even have to give me a ship that can house everybody that you've got in the cargo bay. <laughs> oh, we just got yours in tow, so we can give it back to you. It'll take a little bit to get the engines back. But my tactical officer did a pretty good job of surgically disabling it, so it shouldn't take you too long to repair it. You sliced off the nacelle. Just one. Do you have really good duct tape here? Is that? We're the Federation. We've got the best duct tape ever. <laughs> My dad is a tool for that. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Or you can make, I mean, once you're at Aslan Station, you can make your way aboard a civilian transportation too. Parts on, on elsewhere. I would rather not go to the station. If that's where we're heading, are the Zindi already on their way there? They're a window, uh, the warp field flying by, they're right, right out over there. Yeah. I would rather not be there once they're there. Uh, plus then the paperwork gets messy. If you just cut us loose now, just easier on everybody. You don't have to explain why all of a sudden a confidential informant was found and why we were firing on another ship with a Starfleet officer on board and all of that. We all still have not heard we just... what's in it for us. Survival? I believe he is getting I have information you want. I'm well, proposing a trade. You're a Ferengi. You understand the value of information. And information not held is not information at all. What the hell are you talking about? Information not held is the most valuable kind of information. What kind of Ferengi are you? Secrets are way more valuable than publicly available information. Way more valuable. Only to those that hold them. Me. Me. Holding the information. Valuable. Trade for shuttlecraft. Excellent. And what do you have to offer? Dumb? Is he like... He does this, yeah. He's like making this like weird like hand gesture. Is he just not smart? You understand what I'm saying. He does have a point, though. The value of the information to us will depend, will be the final determining factor. So it is going to require an article of faith on your part. Hmm. Or you can take the chance to judge advocate general after we get to the station. Yeah, let's not do that. All right. All right. I am going to give you a planet name. As a show of good faith. And that planet name will back up everything that I'm about to tell you. But when I give you the planet name, you're going to have to trust me that it does that. And stick with your promise to let me leave. That it does what? Once we verify that your 
claims are accurate. I assume the planet name you're going to give us is the a planet that had previously been infested the site by a, of brood. a brooding. It is easy enough to insinuate this information and to understand that it's what he intends to tell us. It's the evidence and the proof that will be most important. While they're talking to him, I'm going to be using the datapad on the ship's computers to search for Class M planets close to the station that are habitable but uninhabited and could possibly be a brood location instead of the station. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. Let's leave the interrogation for now while you guys consider the option. Ocean and Tanari, you guys were off investigating the logs that you'd recovered from the from the raider ship and the other information that you had. So what was it? How would you like to proceed? I, besides investigating the logs, under the guise of assuming that the lieutenant commander agrees since he's got the con right now, under the guise of a health and safety inspection since they did take damage in an attack, do a detailed scan on the Zindi ship, find out more about the biological matter on there. If they do have Zindi, rep- Zindi insectoid eggs in there, exactly how much they've got and what it is that's taking up so much power. All right. Yeah, go ahead and, and roll your check because uh, you're looking for kind of specific information and you want to know, you want to do an advanced analysis of what's drawing the power on the ship and how basically like how much biologic material is there. Is Correct. That... Yeah, All cool. Right. All right, I think that's probably, you can certainly get get aided by the ship, obviously in this case, you don't have to eyeball it, but I think that is a challenge to a scan because it's asking for specific information. Right. And what am I doing attribute plus discipline? Point me an attribute and discipline that you think would apply to how you are proceeding through the, like, what is your, how are you proceeding to go through it? What's, how are you viewing how you're doing it? As far as figuring out where the power's going, I'm trying to do a scan of the ship's systems. So I would think that would probably be reason engineering. Now, reasonably scanning the biomass or the eggs, I'm thinking that would probably be reason science. What's the difference in the difficulties be- for for both of those? Um, uh, for both first of those one's roles? fourteen, seconds thirteen. Thirteen. They can't be like fourteen and twelve, so we can average <laughs> them together. Um, um, I'll, I'll give you the thirteen as your difficulty. That's good. And I'd yeah. like to spend and a momentum to get an extra dice. I like it. Yep. So it's a two success to get both pieces of information. If you get one success, you can choose which piece of information you would like. And I'm sorry, you said you're going to spend one momentum for additional. Yep, there we go. And Ocean, do you want to spend the dice for the ship? Yeah, I can roll roll the dice for the ship. And that would censor science uh, as a 14. Uh, I rolled a 10. Yeah. Okay, I got three successes. Three successes. Okay, great. So you'll get both pieces of information, and, and you reclaim the momentum that you spent. 
Cool. See, all that, and you gained success. Okay, so the first bit of information is the the amount of biologic material on board. Once you do the math and exempt two dozen or three dozen crew members that are on there and how tall they were and everything like that, you determine that there is somewhere between... 1.5 and 2 million kilograms of biologic material on board. Wow. Beyond that, in terms of what it is that is hogging all of the power on the ship, there is, as you're doing the scans, you f- happen across like a temperature scan. There is a large portion of the ship that is significantly cooler than the rest of the ship. All right. Big cargo areas are just almost refrigerated. If we can spend maybe one of the momentum we got on extra information. Yeah, that like it. cool area, does it correspond with where all the biomass is? It absolutely does. <sighs> Trying to make sure, giving all this data to uh, Commander Ocean as I'm getting it, if we have in the ship's library any information on the life cycle of insectoid Zindi, see, and maybe working with what kind of medical or science corp folks we have on the ship, see what kind of ecological impact that much hatching life forms would have on an ecosystem of the Class M planet. Ocean will look at you, caught most of the words that you said to him. <laughs> um, yes, Ocean, give me a medical roll. <laughs> but I, I nod, and uh, we'll, I'll, as any star, I will do my best with that. I will, I will actually put aside what I had been looking at for the to, to take a look at that. So, okay. Now, would that be, say, reason medicine, or could I swing reason science? I think reason science. I think that's legit. This is more like studying what would happen, not not specifically medical. Is pretty strictly like injuries, treatment, stuff like that. I think reason science. Will what's be the fine. difficulty? So uh, again. Not to keep banging the drum, but the Zindi are not a widely understood race. There are some things that are understood, but you're asking the computer to... It's almost like you're asking like an AI engine to draw some conclusions based on what would potentially happen in XYZ scenario, right? So I think I think that's a too difficulty because the computer can certainly do that. It has the capability of, of understanding of doing that. So it's a, it's a too difficult. All right, then let me go ahead and spend momentum for an extra dice. I like it. And then we can have another dice for the ship to help out? Yep. For the ship, I would say probably science, computer science. Yeah, because you're basically asking it to go ahead and, and make some... I'm making a one-die roll with, so, you said, reason and science? Computer and science, which is for, for the ship. Which, which is, is the 12th, right? But... Okay, cool. So then, Tobor, would you roll for the ship for us, yeah. please? Okay, so Tober roll for the ship. Ocean, uh, yeah, I would say we gave you, we gave Avidian reason okay. and science, so it'd be the same thing. And Avidian, you've got, you bought the momentum for a third yes. dice. And right? I got two successes. So you get, you've got three. You've got two successes. Great. Those are the two I that you needed. Six. Ocean, what'd you get? Okay, cool. Success. That's a third one. And, and I Tober rolled a nine the for the ship, so that's 16. Okay, so that's two more momentum added back mm-hmm. to the pool. Cool. 
All right. So the question of biologic impact. So the Zindi that are known do not hatch large numbers. So that's already a little unusual where there's so much biologic material on board, right? Like, as your eyebrows correctly surmised, it's a significant amount of material that's on board. You're not sure what their eggs look like, so it's hard to go ahead and get a number on the number of eggs that are there. But if these Zindi lay eggs that are the same size as the Zindi that are known, 500,000 eggs would not be an unreasonable number for that amount of weight. So what would that do to the environment of a planet if that were the, if that if those numbers are correct? The ship can give you simulations for anywhere from kind of a knowing that they also have this neurotoxin that's released when they are hatched. There are models that suggest a an absolute infiltration. Wait, did you say neurotoxin? Yep. <laughs> There are some models to suggest that sort of swell in neurologic kind of influence could breed some sort of infiltration into the environment where almost like the environment and the brood kind of form kind of a third thing, right? Kind of like the plants become part of the insects and everything like that, like like absolute integration with one, with itself. There are also models that suggest total annihilation because one thing that is known about the zindi and their life cycle is that at points between newly hatched form and their adult form that in uh, somewhere across the spectrum in that 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 juvenile stage right when they're growing into their adult form there is a point in that stage where they require a tremendous amount of of food of base of energy right and that in kind of the models that the computer reveals in other insect species that are not the Zindi, where that happens in their life cycle varies. It can sometimes happen very late, like just before adulthood. It can sometimes happen very early, right after they are hatched. And so depending on where that massive energy consumption is needed and the amount of sustenance that is required for that, that it could totally overwhelm an ecosystem that is not prepared for that so imagine that like you launch it on a field that it could devour all of the greenery in that field in seconds to go and basically consume if enough of them it could consume the entire planet and so that's the question is where in their life cycle does this particular breed of zindi happen zindi while they are a single race are also a kind of a it's like the uk right how the uk is a country of countries right the zindi are a race of races right so it's where does that sliding scale happen in terms of what the immediate impact would be if these eggs were hatched on random M-class planet like the ones that the computer is currently pulling up for Shaw? So we're basically looking at possibly planet-wide locust breakout. Yep. Next time on Star Trek Preservations. And he begins telling the story of Shikaro 4 and how his family lived on Shikaro 4 and he begins weaving a tale about when the Zindi brood ship much like the one that 
is now on its way to Aslan Station arrived. Josh, the difficulty for before or after we get to is the chief engineer engineering department uh, team uh, ability to reduce the difficulty by one. It's going to take the entirety engineering a, a roll of four to get there. It was a five. This is probably the most difficult task that you can possibly think so of. Especially it was five. You have, an engin- you have the engineering department. I am checking her record. Basically, I want to find out if why she was assigned to this task as a tested Enten. Is she sure. a prodigy or an idiot? On my way, I'm distractedly walking down corridors, hoping not to bump into people while working on my tablet furiously trying to figure out if there is any way to delay the hatching of the brood knowing that there's not a lot of information on the Zendi um, though he is still going to look into that as I joined Trill I'm going to use my ability to get the focus intimidation and I'm just going to plant both hands on the conference table and lean into her and I'm like Ensign there are of course yes half million eggs on that ship and every model we have says it will cause complete and utter devastation no no I mean those eggs hatch and they're flying towards my space station Ensign, I'm going to have you communicate that to the Zindi. In the meantime, Mr. Shaw, can you get us priority one channel station? And uh, I need to speak with the Commodore. 